0: Hello world. welcome to the wartime version of the Springbok Supporters Support Group. Can you feel it? It is here. We are a few days away until it is the William Webb Alice semi-finals South Africa against Wales. Uh, it's uh, going to be a good one. Just come back off a victory against Japan, maybe one of the hardest games we've played I think in the tournament. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been insane. And we've got, uh, also coming up, is New Zealand and England. So much drama this weekend. Um, Where do we start? I guess let's dive right in. And I'm going to be your host tonight. We're doing things slightly different. Uh, In a minute or so, we'll be crossing over to our Japanese correspondent, Mr. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Ben Plum, who is in Japan right now. Uh, He's uh, reporting for us live, actually, and uh, in fact he's going to be telling us about his thoughts from the last game. That was Japan against South Africa, titanic, titanic, titanic game. So we're doing things a little differently, it's going to be like a news war room edition update. Because guess what, the Spinwalks have been doing well, so do you need to have the Spirmworks supporter support group? Really? You don't need to see your therapist when you're doing well, you're wasting money. All right, they're doing well, but whatever, we're gonna support them anyway, and um, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I've got a great feeling. For me, I think it's done. I'm hoping like how England can do us a favor and beat the All Blacks, and uh, I'm much, 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 much happier to take even Eddie Jones's English team into the into the final than I am really to take the All Blacks in. So sit tight, let's do it. A fantastic tournament so far the, the atmosphere in japan has been extraordinary i mean i don't know I'm just I can, from, from watching on tv it looks amazing it looks like the guys are having a, a really great time the spring box are uh really like peaking exactly at the right time i think um some of those players have been so good you know we've got uh faf who came off of a really great game uh the last game but he was under pressure apparently uh, you know, I can I just say, I really enjoy his box kicks, okay? I know that no one uh, likes to see him kick, but they're really tactical, and they're not all going to be great. It's not all going to be gold. But there are some really good ones that, you know, look, I don't even fully really understand why we do it. I'll be honest. I also, I'm, sometimes I'm like, I don't know why you have to kick better, but Rossi probably knows why. And, 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 and Rossi's probably the one that's like, Dude, you got to get those kicks out there, you got to do this and this is the structure and forget what everybody's saying, but look at Fab. Kicked like crazy, kicked a lot. You know, player of the year, uh, uh rather, player of the match. And, um, you know, so it's like, I guess the kicks, I don't know, helping him with his running, I don't know. Let's just, let's just trust the process together. Let's just be like, all right, listen, we're going to trust the process. We don't get it, but guess what? We're not Rassi. Rassi gets it and we trust Rassi and Rasi is like, this is the guy. So, clearly... He's doing something right to impress the coach, and I really do think that the box kicking it does work sometimes, but yeah, okay, maybe one or two times, but you know what it's so easy for us to sit here and say that Paoff is kicking a lot, although it's easy because it's true <laughs> he is kicking a lot but but he's easy nonetheless um I think we easily have the best nines in the tournament, don't we? It's like we've got you know we've got Herschel who's like he's just itching to get on there and and and, and yeah, probably Fav had to increase his game quite a bit because of the competition at nine. Chris found out scored the fastest uh, hat trick in world rugby in world rugby cup history. It was an excellent game that he scored. He's a third choice. He's a great. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a quality player. But I'm saying you know his third choice for Springboks, and he's come out of the blocks and he's actually done. He's done so well. So it's like nine is great. We normally kind of play off nine anyway, and we've got three different kinds of nine for three different ways to attack. So it's like. It's a perfect team. Uh, Damien Delandi, guys. Last game. Brilliant. Look, you know, I've always been very, like, you know, suspect of Delandi because, you know, like, at 12 and 13, you compare the previous 12 and 13s that we've had in South Africa in recent history. You know, they're very, very big shoes to fill. And you look at the global 12 and 13s all around. They're really, really, really talented guys in general. So... I personally also... That's my favorite position is 12. I think that's the hardest position. Uh, although Deleuze La- plays, you know, 12 and 13. But hey, last game, I mean, he probably could have been man of the match. He had one of the best, most stellar performances. He had a try-saving tackle. He was counter-racking. And I think hes he, he fetched two or three different balls, you know, turnovers. So it's like... You know, you've got to give credit where it's due. And I think I think Rasi is able to recognize... The word genius gets thrown lot around so much, and I honestly I hate it. Like it's a it's it's an insult to really intelligent people that are actually geniuses. But Rusty Rasmus is kind of a genius, isn't he? <laughs> He's managed to come up with to dig gold up out of some of the most overlooked players, I guess, as well. Uh like Herschel Hardy. where do you get Herschel from? You know, and it's like all these other guys that you otherwise wouldn't have really thought about, as your, i mean, if you had to, you know, we did it coming up with dream teams. If you had to come up with your own dream team, you know, it was always like, always kind of the typical, the typical guys that you might have had before. But I think Russi has been maybe the best thing, and man, he can be proud of me. I'll you be know, proud of him. Um, so yeah, what an incredible team so far. I mean, we can go down the list, but I mean, we're gonna be here all day. I mean. Overall, it's just fantastic. Those guys are playing really, 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 really well. Uh, yeah, LaRue's under pressure. He's, I don't know. Maybe he's got a bit of a confidence issue. I don't know what's going on. Like, he knocked a really, really, really easy ball, which shouldn't happen. Not under very much pressure. Um, maybe he's under a little bit of pressure from the Spinbox supporters. I don't know. I haven't... Look, I, you know, I like him. The guy, he does a lot of the work. Sometimes, you know, like... Remember the last game against the, the All Blacks? Not the one we lost, the one before that, the one we drew, but won. He did a lot of great work there. And uh, so it's like, he's only skip, he's just maybe a little bit out of form. So it's like, do you play for the World Cup, do you want to play your players in form? That's kind of the whole philosophy, but at the same time, you know, you know what you can get out of him, he is, I don't know, I guess, I don't know. Should we just trust Rossi on that again? <laughs> Let's trust Rossi. <Rusty. laughs> um... Damien Willemser can come in at 15 but it's big shoes to fill at the semi-final so I would go with Willy LaRue personally um, yeah that's just what I would do I just feel like you know Villanueva—he's really, like, if he's off he's a little bit awkward when he's on he's on and then he's really on and, and if he's really struggling then Willemsen can always come in and finish the job but let's be honest there's no reason why we shouldn't win the Willemsen Trophy this year I've already bought a confetti I'm just saying I have confetti I'm just like Let's just buy the confetti now, because by the time they win, people are going to want to buy confetti then. and it'll be too late, there won't be any confetti left, so the price will be double. So I've decided I'm going to buy confetti now, and then maybe I'll sell it back to the people, to you guys that don't believe. <laughs> because when that parade bus comes around, it's going to be great. So, um, great team. The Japanese, wow, what extraordinary, you know, they say the brave blossoms, I mean, I, you got to give it to the guys, you know, it's like not just the fight that they beat to the Africa all those years ago, you, um, you, you guys have to watch uh, the Eddie Jones documentary. I actually watched it last night and it's extraordinary. I forget the name now. It's like oh, um, Brighton, the Brighton Miracle, that's what it's called. And it's it's like a, it's a full feature film. It's very well done. The actor looks just like Eddie Jones. He does a really good impersonation. of uh, of Eddie Jones and um, it's a great story and it's a story, kind of an origin story, but it talks about where the Japanese guys were and how he developed them over the years toward the World Cup and um, his philosophy. Apparently he doesn't sleep, that's why he's always grumpy. That explains a lot. (laughs) But, um, you know, and when you look at how far and how well they've done in basically in the space of two World Cups, it's extraordinary, you know? So, you've got to give it to the Japanese. And I think that they'll... I think they can be proud. I hope they are. I mean, you know... Look, the Spinbox shouldn't lose to them again. And, uh, man, Scotland. Hmm. And uh, Ireland. Yeah, they've learned their lessons with the... Uh, wait, was the Ireland? No, no, no. It was Scotland and... Uh, another team now that I'm forgetting. The Irish was the... the maybe the hardest uh, loss for me. Because I, you know, the Irish are... Similar to the Japanese in in like spirit, you know the guys. They really, they uh, they rally behind their team. They're good guys. I've got some very good Irish friends that were gutted, you know. Um, Ireland just yeah, they really I, I guess struggled this year. So it's a it's a real um, it's a real bummer because it would have been such a titanic match, Ireland and and the All Blacks if it was tight. But unfortunately, the All Blacks they they yeah they really just kind of went and took it. I've heard people say they're unbeatable apparently. We're wasting our time, we should all pack it up. I don't think so. I think that England can do us a favour. I think England can beat the All Blacks. Um, I'm hoping I like how they do. Look, we can beat them, but you know, if we don't have to, then we'll we'll give it to the English. And what a great victory it'll be for Eddie Jones' England. They beat the All Blacks, even if they don't win the World Cup, right? That's fine. Okay, look if you if you watch the documentary then <laughs> you'll see that apparently according to Eddie Jones' standard, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be very fine. But I think they can be proud. So, guess what? I have our um, very good friend, Mr. Ben Plum, who's uh, rallying in Japan for England and South Africa. And uh, he was there at the Japanese game, Japan versus South Africa. He, he, he's got two messages. The one is before the final. Well, you know, the first half, and the other one is the second half. But I, uh, let me tell you, my friends were saying, and I had some of my Australian friends saying, are you nervous? And to all over again, you know, the first half was tight. It was three. denied a few tries. The one try was a try by the way, as usual, but whatever. We not gonna, you know, go down that road. And was I nervous? Um, I, you know, I, mm, yeah, mm, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I wasn't. There's no need to be nervous. This episode is sponsored by Pelton's Underwear, protecting that which matters most. All right, let's cross over uh, to our uh, foreign correspondent, Mr. Ben Plum, avid England, Japan, and possibly South African supporter, not really. <laughs> who is in Japan and he's soaking up all the atmosphere for the rest of us? So we're here in uh, Tokyo's
1: only uh, dedicated rugby bar with the Brave Blossoms in this halfway point between the Japan South Africa game. Uh, we have to say we think that might have been a harsh call at the end of that first half, but. To be honest with you, don't really care. We're all about Japan right now. And if we're being honest, they look like they might be the better team. It's difficult to call how this is gonna go. But I'm with the rest of the guys in here. It's Japan's time. Ray Blossoms.
0: Ray Blossoms.
1: So as predicted, South Africa really rallied there and and, and brought what they had, man. it was very sad for all of us upstairs, but, but I have to say um, South Africa deserved that. They, they turned that on in the second half and, and, and proved their experience and their composure. Uh, and and I feel terrible for saying this, but that might be the first time I've ever actually been okay with South Africa winning. They seem like a really good side, and I'll tell you what, if it ends up those two in the final, I'm, I'm on South Africa's side, and definitely not the All Blacks. Good luck, South
0: Africa. Uh, Mr. Ben Plum, reported all the way from Japan. It sounds like he's having an amazing time. I don't blame him for turning against the Springboks and back in the Japanese in that kind of atmosphere, I think. <laughs> but uh, hey, listen, it would have been dreamy uh, to have a Japanese England final. I mean, that would have been pretty cool, but um, we were going to get confused. The colours are too similar. So, thank God the boxer in there. And uh, thanks very much to our foreign correspondent and all-round great guy, Mr. Ben Plum. Sounded like he's having... Uh, had had at least a few beers already on that second one. Big contrast between the first and the second, but hey, we'll take it, pal. Enjoy it, and we'll see you in the final. Fan mail, my favorite section. Um, haven't seen these. Let's have a look through here. This one is from uh, Joanne Delaway, interesting surname. Joanne Delaway from Pretoria. Wow, okay. She says, uh, Hey guys, long time, first time, big, 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 big fan of the show. Uh, just wondering what you thought about Faf and his highlights. Um, and then brackets hair. What his highlights, hair. Oh, wow, okay, Joanne, okay, you know what, I put on a good show here, Joanne, I got all these people out here, okay, it's not easy burying your soul out here, okay, in the airwaves, and then you go, ask me about man's hair, first of all, um, highlights is probably the best thing about springboard rugby, and I am referring to his hair, <laughs> it's, there's something about the way that, uh, the better he plays, the more wavier, it gets. I don't know Joanne, good question. This is what we need. Uh, Moving on, second one, this is from Peter, how do I say the surname? Uh, Croatia, Peter Croatia. That can't be right. Peter Croatia. (laughs) Peter, possibly from Croatia. Says, uh, when are you going to stop with the old biased Springbok commentary? You know what, Peter, first of all, what kind of a surname is Croatia? Secondly, why don't you come down here and tell us to change it? It's all biased. And we are the most non-biased people out there. You know what, this is, forget it. No more fan mail. Thank you so much Not sure if we should have more fan mail I should probably read it By myself first Before actually just saying it out here Uh, But uh, hey listen We're going all the way Remember that humility in victory Is everything Okay So be humble when we win Because we'll win everything Except of course to the Australians In which case you can rub it in their faces (laughs) But to the Irish Absolutely And uh, to the Welsh maybe, to the Japanese definitely, the All Blacks never been a privilege.